Welcome to Stop, Hack, and Roll, a podcast about ancient cities and defending your dissertation. I'm Megan. And I'm James. Today we're going to be talking with Megan Cross about game design and her new letter writing game. And I'm Brandon, and I'm here too. For a while, we were doing cold opens because I was just we were just talking and then we would I would trick Brandon into starting to record and then I would lure him off into some other topic that wasn't the podcast. And he would just keep and on then, chatting. And then I would chat and then I would just pick some point and I would know that we were in the podcast, but he wouldn't at that point. And then I would pivot and just do an intro. And so here we are, um, Brandon and I back again for what? How many years is this? This is our uh, this is this is the first episode, first episode of 2021, 2021. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, and which is a bit that we'll keep going. And it's um, it's so bad because of when we are. Yeah, yeah. But um, in our attempt to shake things up after a few years of doing this, um, we have. Another person on this phone call with us uh, to a phone call. You know, this phone call uh, that everyone is live listening in on. I, I love that you um, you made it sound like a relationship and you described it yeah. as a phone call and it is neither of those things. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, joining us for today's episode, we have someone who has more Red Bull than blood, the designer of incredible games like Sentinel featured on Protean City. Uh, the Family Order, a game that I have infamously purchased more than four times, <laughs> and uh, someone who recently ran a wildly successful crowdfunding campaign for her game of merfolk, sailors, and pirates, one particular harbor. Uh, welcome, Megan Cross, to our TV show. Not TV show. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we don't have guests on the show a lot. I, that was that took all of my life energy. I don't thank you so much for vlogging I don't think I've us. ever sounded cooler. It was a good intro. I, like That was a good intro. Like, I... It's like those times where people are like, can you d- like introduce yourself? And I'm like, I I have no idea who I am. Well, normally when we have guests on, I don't know what to do. And so I just tell people to introduce themselves. But today, for some reason, I was inspired to introduce you. Because so. you do super neat stuff. Yeah. I yeah. didn't want you to lie. <laughs> this oh. is the problem. is <laughs> You guests come on to our show and you lie and say you're not doing cool things. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't come here to be talking about this. <laughs> Um, thought this was the self-deprecation hour. Well, we can get go. Uh, oh, okay, good. That's the, I think the that's Channel episode. Three, mm-hmm. a different TV show. So <laughs> a different TV show. Uh, or a different phone. Call. Or a different phone. Who could say? Different newspaper article. <laughs> That's page six. Yeah. Um, just dial one hundred SHR. We're good at this. Uh, anyway, so the reason that you are on today. Is because I'm trying so hard to get through a sentence and I'm really struggling. I'm not the one who's supposed to be in charge of writing this boat. Uh, another thing that it isn't. Um, we this saw you tweeting. This is, maybe this is objectively a boat. Um, <laughs> we you saw had tweeted you- the other day yes. about... Have, about you. struggling to get through some game design and as people who are very familiar with struggling through game design we thought wouldn't it be interesting for us to uh try to help somebody else in my in our in our our uh tw- it's it's the year 2020 we're trying hubris. to pivot from <laughs> our hubris uh we're pivoting from uh statler and waldorf 
to, uh, the, Muppet, the Muppets to uh, the car talk of of tabletop role playing games. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we can solve some problems. But anyway, uh, yeah, I think that's. <laughs> I've, I've really just ran out of I've that was a thing we planned to do in 2020 wasn't it that was a thing we talked it? about like several times then we didn't <laughs> but we're gonna talk year. about games time makes fools of us all yeah <laughs> but yeah so thank you for coming on uh let's chat about games you know what let's chat about yeah. games. that's it sounds Sounds like a good thing to do. So, so I know that conversation uh, happened a little while ago, and you are more uh, productive at making games than James and I are. <laughs> so, uh, sure. So, it might be that that problem that you were working through is now well solved. And but let's talk. Let's talk. What are we doing? <laughs> see, see, you'd think that you'd think that, but this, but this is the year of our Lord. 20 something Something. 2020 something um and the old brain juices they're they don't there's not juicing like they used to they don't they don't it's not juicing it's like if you when you have a lime that you just keep for too long and then you go to you're like i'm finally gonna use this lime and then there's no juice in it yeah you need to hit it against the table and you want to like squish it in your hand and roll it on the inside of your palm yeah Yeah, that's me trying to make games right now brandon's a lime Um, expert I'm Peruvian. <laughs> um, so that's really why I came on this podcast is to get some tips for how to get the optimal amount of juice out of old yeah, lines. Yeah. Um, but really, um, so I have had somewhat more luck since said tweet. Cool, cool. Um, wherein I had had a core mechanic for a game and literally nothing else. Now I have kind of the broad framework of a game but i don't know what the point is or how it ends oh fun awesome um which tends to be how like i write jamless games that's like what i do um and with jamless games it is you you, you need to have an yeah. ending. like there needs to be a way that this game ends yeah you you can get away um, with that you, with not having that much more in like a game with a gm that you're Mm-hmm. The then, yeah then it's like <laughs> you're supposed to gm you're supposed it's to design the second half of this game <laughs> here you go here's the bump in the set yep um yeah so with jamless games which of which this is a jamless game um i i'm like all right this is a cool idea that i will talk about in a moment but i'm like but all, literally all of the notes i have end with I must have in my notebook and then what mm. written like six or seven yeah. times. Yeah. Just and then what? And then at the end of my most recent notes, it says, but what is the point? <laughs> so as, as with all games at the end, you have to ask, why did we do this? What, what is the what point? Is the point? <laughs> um, welcome to my game writing process. It's just writing. And then what until my brain answers that question? Yeah, It's, a, it's like asking, what do you do? But you're the only person in the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so what is your just, game about? Because it sounds like you, right, you do so, have like a topic for the game. Like you have a like, uh, subject of the game now and a mechanic for the game. I do. Um, it start, it started as a game about space because I love space and I write a lot of games. About we hate space, space here. Um, yeah, I know. We, we're really not. I know. Space, space is not welcome here. Um, it is no longer a game about space. Okay. We try to keep our distance from space. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> Give it its space. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is what I am calling a letter writing world building game. Ooh. I like both those. That things. sounds fun. Yes. So it all it all started. Um I shot straight awake at like 4 a.m. a couple weeks ago and was like, I need to write a letter writing game. Awesome. <laughs> Frantically wrote a bunch of notes on my phone, which make no sense now because I wrote it with a stylus and I cannot read anything oh, that no. I wrote. Um, it's this is the process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but basically it is a letter writing game that is taking place between or it is a letter writing game but not a people aren't writing letters to each the players aren't writing letters to each other it is one person is the one or one person is an archaeologist okay um uncovering a lost city like a lost civilization and the other player is somebody who was alive while that lost city was was not lost like while it was thriving and full of cool people. that's cool so can i ask um, two clarifying questions real quick just interrupt you, you. sure can't are these yeah. are this is this intended to be like a actual honest to god write a letter and send it through the real u.s postal service kind of letter writing game or is it a just the form uh prop i mean you could play it that way but it's probably more like digital type like okay make a discord server or a google doc or something like that but played asynchronously but play- yeah yes. sorry maybe that was a yes. better, that was a much better way of phrasing that question perhaps <laughs> um and then is is the thing that the that the players are writing also in in the universe of the story also a letter or is it some other artifact so the i am tentatively calling them the chronicler and the researcher is what I am tentatively calling okay. them. The chronicler is just writing like in a journal or something along those lines. The researcher, I think, because this is another thing that I'm like, I'm less sure about the researcher's role than I am about the chronicler's role. As of right now, I'm setting it up like the researcher is like writing like a research paper about what they're finding at the dig site. So the main, the core mechanic, which is the mechanic that came to me way too early in the morning, um, the morning is that the, um, the reason the chronicler is I've, I've made a map. It is a very crude map, um, but it is a map of this dig site that was once this ancient lost city. Um, the basic gameplay as it stands now is the researcher chooses a location in this city. Like nothing is labeled. It's just a bunch of ruins on a map. Awesome. That's cool. The researcher chooses a location. The chronicler then chooses a prompt from a list of prompts and the prompts will be stuff like daily life stuff, like leading up to like what made the city fall, like what happened to make the city a lost city pretty much um so the chronicler then chooses a list from this prompt like a prompt from the list decides what this location is 
writes a journal entry responding to the prompt. And then time happens. And after the letter, the entry is written, um, they will roll a die. And then depending on what they do, what they roll, um, they will then erase a certain amount of what they have just written. That's so good. Um, so it, it could be like, oh, like depending on what you roll, it could be like, oh, erase any word that has an E in it or wow. erase every third that word or erase incredible. all but one sentence. That's so good. Because like time, time messes yeah. stuff up. Um, so then when the researcher receives this piece this, of like, writing, they letter. then have, yeah, they then have to figure out what this location is and what happened there and put it in like right as of right now it's there writing like a research paper so it's there taking the source material from the chronicler that is now redacted because time has messed things up and they have to interpret what they are reading into what their account of what the history of this city is that is really cool that is really freaking cool. Yeah. Especially um, if if especially if that takes if you then because then you have like sorry, my brain is uh, really just that introduction took <laughs> everything out of me. Um, <laughs> the if you have if you have a person who is writing journal entries and a person who is writing like research paper pieces that are interpretations of the broken versions of those like journal entries. <laughs> then you have both like, especially if you're doing this digitally, you have both the original journal entries and mm -hmm. the research papers. And if you, and if you did not have them, like if you did, if you did like a, a series of that game cycle mm -hmm. without the researcher sharing their writings with the chronicler, you could have a moment at the end mm -hmm. where like everybody switches and the chronicler or like the, the chronicler then reads what the researcher thought about they were doing and the mm -hmm. researcher can read what the journaler was actually doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of I definitely ha I had that thought to like be like, make sure like the chronicler is saving the letters as written. Yeah. And then redacting them and sending them. Because, um, yeah, like I, I it's almost like a. Weird telephone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Type of thing. Um which which says to me that like if you're looking for a more gamey gamey gameplay loop that uh proof of transferring knowledge is kind of like the scoring mechanism. I'm getting very board gamey right here. But like <laughs> if you cuz like I know you're saying like what's the point? Like what where do we right. go from this? Mm -hmm. If the goal is for the chronicler to pass information to the researcher, then having some kind of step, some kind of moment in the game mm -hmm. where you verify if knowledge was brought forward or not could be a like the point. So like. Mm -hmm. If, if, <laughs> if we're talking about like a, like a civilization that's facing like a cataclysm, like a cataclysmic event of some kind that wrecked their stuff, mm -hmm. 
maybe what if like the researcher needed to gain to to gain knowledge in order to prevent that same cataclysmic event and so like so like the but you know nobody but you know nobody listens if you go to them and say hey there's this big cataclysmic event happening that's gonna happen again yeah you're right you're right never mind (laughs) (laughs) the second stage of the game is bringing it to like the higher-ups who have the power to do something oh god this is too depressing (laughs) well well it, it does give you the option to add an infinite number of people (laughs) <laughs> who are all just journaling about the previous disaster and while trying to prevent it while the oh next person God. in the chain is another oh researcher God. trying to prevent the same disaster from happening again and again and again but if you think of it like didn't mean to bring the room like like less realistic more like action researcher you know like like a researcher in like hmm. a sci-fi movie that gets to come in and go yeah. like it's the space sharks and here's how we're going to deal with it. And then somebody in a sleeveless shirt handles the space sharks with the science that they got. Like, um, like it's the reaper. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so like if you had like some kind of place where it's like, uh, the chronicler is getting like prompts. It's like, you need to convey this, 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 and this. And then like after a certain amount of rounds, you, the chronicler and the archivist, the chronicle and the researcher come out mm-hmm. and go like, okay, chronicler asks this question, what was this? And the researcher is like, don't know, it's not in my notes. <laughs> then it's like, ooh, that's going to be bad for your mm. cataclysm role. I don't know. This might be gamier than you're mm. going for. <laughs> yeah. I I maintain that the games I write are less games and more just like, good directive narrative role playing which is totally i i Um, I was just like that occurred to me as like a and then what Mm. that that could be i I like that though of like a at least having a like here's your prompt here is the main thing you are trying to convey and then being able to like and then being able to compare and be like, oh, did like did this point get across? So it's like even if you get eighty percent of what I wrote incorrect, if this core this core important thing bit is passed on, like then we're good. Yeah, like I like I think that fits more than like doing something that's like points yeah. driven. Yeah, yeah. My my suggestion, which was a lot less technical than Brandon's was going to be if you have a map uh, and you're sort of picking locations to research, then you could do something as simple as draw a circle on the map about of whatever size you'd like. And when there's nothing left on the map to circle, the game's done. Mm. Mm, that you're kind of just like exploring and gaining. Yeah, that, yeah. that's if you're if you're that was, that was so, yeah, I guess how much of it is 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 a uh, like to answer the question like what's the the question of like what is what is the point <laughs> if the point is just to sort of explore then <laughs> then i guess that doesn't really matter yeah but if there's a, like yeah as it stands it'd be like oh when you're when you're out of prompts to write like which is completely legit a, i yeah like and i guess that's my thing is like i <laughs> is that enough and is that enough that it's like satisfying from both sides of the game mm. i guess was also my fear mm. my not fear but my terror something i had been thinking about like is it is it just as 
fun to play either. Yeah, one yeah. yeah. In this, that that sounds like like you're you're in the the space that a space between was in for like two years, where it had just the middle bits and none of the beginning or end. <laughs> I didn't know the why. I still don't know that I really know the why, but I deferred. I deferred. I solved my problem by asking the players, "Why are you doing this?" Um, which is maybe harder for a, a darling game. Definitely, it feels like the researcher has like a really solid, difficult task mm-hmm. that it because like the researcher is potentially getting. I'm sorry, again, my brain got to catch it up. Got to. I'm <laughs> talking before saying knowing what I'm saying. Uh, the researcher is getting like a pretty uh, clear task of what to do of like take this information mm-hmm. and like uh, so see through all of the holes what we can say about the civilization. Mm-hmm. Um, and the chronicler is uh, it's, it seems like they they aren't getting as much back from the researcher. Like it's kind of like the information is flowing yeah. just one way. It's yeah. Um, which I think. Just the- like that isn't necessarily bad, but it could also be that the researcher can be asking some questions of the chronicler. Like we're we're going to this dig site trying to solve X question. We're going to this mm-hmm. dig site trying to look at pottery. We're trying to look at daily life. We're trying to look at. I don't know if that that helps. That might be already covered by the prompts, though. Yeah, like. Because that's why I initially, like, I'd have the thought of, like, the researcher chooses the location and then the chronicler determines what it is. Yeah, yeah. Because, and I think that there isn't a true way to make it less, like, linear in its flow of information because it is dealing with, like, somebody who is in the present yeah. and somebody who is in the distant <laughs> past. Yeah. Um, I guess I, like... Is the, does the chronicler... Is the chronicler aware, like not aware of literally of the researcher, but are they aware that what they're writing is sort of like for posterity or do they are they just writing? Is it like more of like they're just writing about their daily life like you might write in a journal? I I feel like it could be either like Mm -hmm. and I think that's usually like that was a thought that I had for like the. I. We'll call it character creation, but it is going to be very it not more much more than a couple basic questions. But like one of them is like, why are you doing like yeah, Mm -hmm. like why are you doing this? Because if they're writing it down, if the chronicler is sort of like semi like not literally aware of a of like I said, not literally aware of this particular researcher, but is aware that like that what they're writing is for someone in the future. You can kind of have a conversation. I wonder if there isn't a way. So if like if the flow of information, like, sorry, my brain is all over the place too now. Um, <laughs> if if the flow of information is the researcher is selecting a place on the map and then the chronicler is saying what that is and journaling about it and then sending mm-hmm. the journal forward through time to the researcher who's then jur- researching or who's writing a, something about that jur- that corrupted journal entry, mm-hmm. then. Yeah, it is the is the next step in that game flow just choosing a new location or is there something else like is there a way to feed back information to the chronicler to somehow push something in a direction 
I was thinking briefly about whether or not the researcher could sort of wear two hats of like a researcher in our modern time, but also represent something in the past to speak backwards to the chronicler. But that might be complicated in a way that I don't have an answer for. I get like, it's like in my mind, it is a like, you choose location, choose the prompt. Yeah. You write, you redact, you interpret, you write, choose a new location. Mm -hmm. And it just does that either until you run out of prompts or until you just decide you don't want to play anymore. Right. Which, which that can be the, what's the point? Is that the, like, like, is that? I'd play that. That sounds like a, like a ton of fun. Uh, and like, I think part of the reason that, that James and I keep going, like, um, you could do this, but I don't know is because like that core mechanic is so juicy and interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, like seeing it would be really fun to see where people are choosing on, like on this map and going like, okay, Mm -hmm. uh, they're like trying to figure out like what they're trying to learn and knowing that they have that you have no idea what they're what they're <laughs> gleaning from it um and like then like just doing your redaction sending it along um here's a thought i don't know if this is useful but if you were looking for an end what if so brandon you sort of talked through the idea of like what if the chronicler in the past was trying to like what if the chronicler had a goal of convey forward in time information about an impending disaster because we know there's a disaster coming that's going to destroy this city what if it was the opposite what if the chronicler was trying to obfuscate their whatever it was that this civilization was doing that ended up with disaster so you have this researcher who is constantly selecting new locations saying i'm interested in this and the chronicler then has to determine what that is and write a journal entry about it knowing that that journal entry will get sent forward in time to the researcher and that it should be a good in character thing but that the that chronicler like in character is trying to record stuff while obfuscating the cause of the the disaster and then the game could end if the researcher ever figures it out. I don't know how you do that, though. I don't know if that's fun. That seems like this a narratively be- heavy lift for the yeah. chronicler. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily bad. Um, just have a heart. Do TTRPGs have hard mode? <laughs> yeah. You just be like, you can play it this way, but if you want to play on hard but, mode. Yeah, if you want to play on hard mode, you have to hold the pen in your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to do it this way. <laughs> New game plus. <laughs> you play through once, or you're just trying to like screw around. And then you play through it again <laughs> with a goal. And you've got the Masamun already. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, you've got all the spells already. Yeah. And then the third time, the Chronicler's trying to hide what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> Yeah, and the third one, the Chronicle, is trying to make sure nobody ever finds their treasure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's... Um, <laughs> this is a pirate that's, game now? That is this simultaneously is about... either so difficult and so hard. Because it's like, you don't want him to find your treasure. 
Okay, I know what I'll do. I won't mention my treasure. <laughs> I'm not gonna mention the treasure. This is this is a hotel room that people lived in. There was no treasure there. <laughs> now just make it clear in every letter. Be like, there is there is no, no treasure, treasure here. So like what I what I ultimately decided with with a space no between was no that treasure. that core gameplay loop was so good that I didn't really want to have a beginning or end like it has a very loose beginning and a very loose ending. But I didn't really feel like it needed it because I felt like that the central mm-hmm. part was good and complicated enough. And and so maybe that's what you want. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I do feel I guess that's like where I am is like, is this enough of a game to be a game? Yeah. Or does there need to be more game before? It's I do game? feel like it kind of hinges on that. What is the <laughs> just the, that that enormous? What is the point question of like is, the point? is like if because if if there is some other so like there is a world in which this is just the researcher is you're just in your you're just playing in this world. The researcher is just exploring. Mm-hmm. The chronicler is just describing daily life. And that's like mm-hmm. that's the extent of it. But if like the chronicler is trying to convey information or hide information <laughs> or something um, like if there is some kind of an exchange of information like Brandon was talking about, that should like that needs to like that needs to align with what is the point of the game. I guess is there a is there a moral message here you're trying to send as a, as a game designer? Is this a game about uh, about does about uh, climate change? Is this a game about uh, <laughs> failure of government? Is this a do you have a, do you have a deep a deeper message? Um, I'm sure those aren't messages I, anyone would care about. I yeah. No, I just think Indiana Jones is real cool. <laughs> That's a good message. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, this game, so wait, this game so, should be in a museum. So hold up, so hold up. If if the goal is hey Indiana Jones is cool, <laughs> then you're trying to find something. Right? I mean, what if okay, oh, what if what if clues. what if it's it's clues, baby. Yeah, what what if it's not um what if it's not um what if it's not the researcher trying to figure out what destroyed the city? But the researcher is trying to figure is trying to find something, but the chronicler d- can't know what it is because there's no way for the researcher to reach back in time to tell the chronicler yeah. things. But just is there is that enough? Like if so, in a, in a game, okay, so in a game you're playing the 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 only communication that the researcher has to the chronicler is choosing specific locations, and then the chronicler is trying to write about things in those locations. And then based on if the chronicle if the chronicler is then not getting the research paper, maybe the maybe so as much as I like the idea of the researcher hiding their research paper notes, is there a way that we could like give if them the to the researcher chronicler? shows the chronicler at the end of each round? What's the name of this? But game? without but without like without giving away what it is that they're trying to find. Like maybe there's a. Yeah, what is the name of this game? Oh, that wasn't what I said. There's a game (laughs) where. I'm like, please don't tell me this game exists. No, it's (laughs) like very, very different. What if it? So what if it's not? Okay, what if? What if it's not the researcher giving the chronicler their research paper notes? But what if it's the chron the researcher? What if you like? What if there's one other piece of information that's being sent along with selecting a place? Like one sentence that says like. Like, like just one, like one kind of wondering, like, I wonder if it could be here uh, kind of note, like, or the last place definitely was wrong. 
or kind of like some little hint about what it is they're looking for that 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 doesn't sort of like eight like a temporally makes it back to the chronicler okay i found the board game that i was thinking of have you heard of the game concept i have not okay there's concept and there's a couple of other games that are like concept um basically the idea is you have a card that tells you like you know uh elephant and you have a board that has all of these pictures on it and you in without speaking you're putting like things down like little markers on the board that say like you know like like you might put it down on like um like an animal token and then you might put down like a, a big token and you might put it down like a gray and so you've got big gray animal and they're looking like the other people have to look and kind of like it's like charades almost, but like by putting mm-hmm. things down on a board. Uh, James just oh. shared it to our. So if you're watching this live on your television, yeah. uh, then you see, then you it, see now it now too on your screen. On your screen. Uh, if you've got it in the newspaper, and you don't need to, we, and you, it, yeah, if you see it live on your television, you don't need us to explain it to you. Yeah, exactly. So we're not going to. <laughs> um, uh, so look, I don't think you should copy concept because I don't think that makes any sense for backwards travel. But if you're choosing a space on like a part on the map, I wonder if there's other things you could like ask by going like level, like how deep are we digging to like get different pieces of information? Yeah. To like try to like hone stuff in or like what kind of thing you're trying to get to try to like, like that's, that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, like, what if there was a, like, you're, you're, like, what if the one piece of note that you're selecting in addition to the location on the map is, like, look, like, what if you, what if the researcher is sending notes to the archaeologists and saying, like, look for writing here or look for pottery or look for something? Hmm. I don't we're, know if that's like, what you're saying. We're trying, yeah, yeah, basically like that, like, like. We're trying to find about religious rites. Um, yeah. And then like, first off, that that gives the um, that gives more interaction to the chronicler. And it could help you try to like. Guide towards the piece of information you're trying to find or the object you're trying to find. If if this is this is if we're going like more Indiana Jonesy. Yeah. Which you might not be. I put- I don't know. <laughs> That's fine. Like, I, I also don't want to be like, yeah. change your game to be like this. Yeah. Because that is not at all the intention. I'm, uh, we're just some of the way, Yeah, some of the way that, that Brandon and I work through game design in this show is just like going off on random tangents to like see if that feels like it's the right game. And then if the answer is like, mm-hmm. no, that feels totally wrong, then like. Then, no. we, then, then we then we only <laughs> yeah. then we only recorded it for people to listen to, and that's content, mm-hmm. baby. <laughs> that's content, baby. <laughs> um, I I don't dislike the idea of there being something like to be found. I don't know if there's. I think it just becomes more like I don't know how to mechanize yeah or make it 
easy to convey to like a player like this is what you do yeah like pass this knowledge along yeah um when like i mean this has already evolved beyond just like i'm gonna write a letter writing game (laughs) (laughs) it's not that anymore it's it's it might still be it might still be this could totally just be a letter like you are still i'm I'm not using just as like a like a pejorative just as in like broadness of scope right like if you came and said, "Hey, I have this this game uh, that's a letter writing game about a researcher and a chronicler, and and there's a map, and you're pretty much just kind of exploring this world, and that's really the end of the point." I'd be like, "That's cool. I will buy it four times." <laughs> you are only allowed to buy my games once. But <laughs> don't think I don't pay attention now. <laughs> I wonder if there isn't a so if you have if you have thinking through the the symmetry of this for a second Mm -hmm. the researcher has a research is there has like a research paper that they are sort of writing in chunks and that is like the thing that is wholly their artifact and the chronicler has a journal that they are writing about their daily life their daily Mm -hmm. life uh in the past and that is the thing that is wholly their artifact and then there is a map which is really your artifact is the game designer, but it is it is like in the sense that the researcher is the person who is marking it up. Mm-hmm. And the chronicler is deciding what those pieces, what that thing is. There's right. kind of like a shared. A shared artifact. I wonder if there is another. Mm-hmm. Shared artifact to mirror the map that is the well, missing feel- piece of this equation. Yeah. Well, I feel like in a way, the chronicler's redacted mm. entries are also kind of like a shared artifact. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if that that doesn't mirror the map, like as you said, but like I think that like the redacting the, the redacting of it is what is connecting the two as well as like the map is connecting them. That totally makes yeah, sense. I, yeah, like I I want it to feel like both sides are doing lift are are lifting, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I want it to feel like like I wouldn't want this to be a game where it's like, oh, I found this game and this is what it's about. Do you want to play it with me? But I will only play it if I am playing this role. <laughs> Like, I want it to be something that is enjoyable to play both sides of it. That also (laughs) deeply speaks to my experience of writing a space between. (laughs) Um, I'll play I'll play this game, but only if I can do this part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For forever chroniclers. Forever. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's what the whole TikTok discourse is going to be a year from now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God, God, I never I don't want to do a discourse. (laughs) I wonder. I just want I just want to make a game where you write letters. (laughs) I wonder if so if you have a map that is okay what if what if what if the let's see if this makes any sense I'm not sure that it does I did link the map um you'll see it in your on your tvs if you're watching at home it's in it's in our in the message um it'll be if you are just listening along it'll be beamed into your head it's really pretty I like it a lot yeah 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 Um, that's my map that's actually that's way more evocative than I realized it was going to be. Uh, not because I doubted its evocativeness, uh, 
but I was picturing something with way less like uh, detail and cool little little like Easter egg looking things in it. Yeah, uh, turns out Incarnate is very fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to play with. I recently um, this, done but, an Incarnate hole, but that's kind of like what I wanted to do is I wanted to create something where the like everything is ruined. So for the most part, things are nondescript, but you have just like a glimmer or a shadow of what something once was, Um, because that's kind of like how it is now. Like when you're when we're uncovering these like ancient sites, like you can you're looking at the bones of what something was and trying to figure out what it is from there. And like a researcher could be like, oh, well, this is clearly a church so i'm gonna circle this assuming that it's gonna be a church and then the chronicler could be like oh this is actually not a church this is xyz or it's like oh this looks like it's like battlements like for defense of the city and then the chronicler be like nope actually it's this like i want it to i kind of yeah that's fun want that too totally subvert yeah what like the researcher might pick something assuming it's something and the chronicler could either like follow those expectations or subvert them completely, which I think is fun and could also play into depending on how heavily redacted the chronicler's letter is could totally mess you up. If you're the researchers like getting this letter, assuming they're talking about a library yeah. and then and they- it's redacted enough that it, they could interpret it as that. But the chronicler is like, Nope, this is actually like a merchant's guild or this is a garden or whatever. Man, it seems like it would be so much fun fun yeah uh so so, can i just say this before my brain loses it entirely so i was thinking again about well so it's okay so you have you have again you have the the journal the research paper which is the researcher's artifact the journal which is the chronicler's artifact you have the map which is megan's artifact on which the researcher chooses something and then the chronicler decides something Mm -hmm. so my brain wants to really there to be another artifact that is another Megan artifact that there's something on which the chronicler chooses and then the researcher decides. And I wonder if there isn't, a, I don't know what that means yet, but I wonder if there isn't a role for the, 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 the way that the degradation happens. If, but like if the chronicler is choosing something about like the way they're going to store the, the the piece uh or or preserve it in some way and then the researcher is deciding ultimately like the kind of damage that was done to it in in those things together then determine what the chronicler needs to do to degrade degrade it that might be very complicated that seems like it might be a little complicated um it was it was occurring to me I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't just jump to a new I new idea. Um It's fine, I'm just talking. It's just, occurring to me that, <laughs> I that solidly, content. I think we've solidly landed in the not helpful to Megan section of the podcast, perhaps, <laughs> but Extremely. Um one chronicler could play this with like twenty different uh archivists. I, was thinking that too. I mean um researchers. Like that you could play it not just the two player game, it could be something like you could play or, it with as many people as you want, but there's one person doing the chronicling and yeah, 
other people interpreting. And like you could also do you could also have multiple chroniclers also. They would just right. need to be able to communicate with each other because they they would have mm-hmm. facts that could inter intersect with each other. What yeah. if what if like there were two chroniclers and two researchers and they were all in love with each other and this game was in <laughs> space <Damn> and <laughs> could so you write my game for me? <laughs> well, so so the reason that I was bringing that up. Yes, I will write your game. For you. <laughs> uh, the reason I was bringing that up is just that it it like. It kind of shows how how little that there's like a relatively low amount of influence that the archivist is having. Oh my god, where? Why can I not say the word researcher? Researcher, especially because archivist isn't even right. Like archivist, if I'm going to be saying archivist, it should be instead of uh, chronicler. <laughs> uh, that the researcher is not shaping the game of the chronicler mm-hmm. very much. With right. the exception of choosing the locations. Mm-hmm. And given that the locations have, like, uh, are relatively abstract, mm-hmm. um, a game for a chronicler, you could, like, you could write a city as the chronicler and play 15 games in a row using the same city. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. That's just a, a shape of the game currently. Mm-hmm. Um, which I know sometimes I know that um, that oftentimes world building games will make sure that like. Oh, my God, I'm going to say a forge principle, um, like doing like that Sega principle thing of like you don't answer um, that, like the, the player doesn't deal shouldn't deal with a problem that they invented themselves, um, which I think forge, you know, I don't think that that's true necessarily. I think that's like, you know very specifically a certain kind of game but uh if 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 the world can if you can play the same world multiple times with multiple different people that is either a possibility to feel a little samey for the chronicler because they're just not having like input coming in that they need to deal with like there's not a surprise for them mm-hmm. or it's a super cool freaking thing because then you play that with multiple different researchers and you build out like you get like different interpretations of the same world. Which is super neat. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why nothing matters. <laughs> <laughs> anything is a game. It, nothing matters. Anything's a game. Nothing matters. You've come up with something that really works because you can make seven different versions of this that mm-hmm. all are going to work because the core conceit of writing letters through time is so freaking cool. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of where I was going. I think what you were saying, Brandon, was like with with the, the chronicler being the person who was doing a lot of the world building and choosing things. And that's where I was sort of saying I would I wish there was a way we could find for the researcher to be making some kind of a world building decision. But it, I don't know that it makes sense for them to be deciding how like the world time is destroying mm-hmm. the journals. Well, they're filling in all the, all the, all the gaps and like they're, they're, they have to presumably they have to write something of what's going on. And just when they don't know things, they just got to make stuff up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Which is extremely funny and very true. Yeah, it's, the, the chronicler is writing things as they're happening, but the researcher is the one who is determining how it's being presented to the present world. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they are... They are affecting the future of this city mm-hmm. that existed what at one point it does not exist. Oh, that's an interesting that's an interesting truth about it as well, isn't it? Yeah, they know how the destruction happens. Or the lost well, thing. Well, they're in charge of like they become the chronicler almost at the end of it all. Yeah, they have they've explained what the 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 world as we know it right now mm-hmm. understands that civilization that place that was yeah. through what comes out there but is there yeah and so i guess that kind of just begs the question so then you have some kind of a semi post game cycle moment where then the researcher is sharing all of that game design back with yeah. the chronicler in the form of their research paper and is that enough of a feedback to make it feel good or do you need some kind of like the thing we've sort of been searching for this whole time is is there a way for the researcher to feed information back to the chronicler backwards through time? Yeah. And I and I mean like yeah, like my the idea as it stands now is more or less like sharing with like they will share with one another what they have, like the chronicler's journal as written, the research paper as interpreted from the redaction and it's more like is like for me as the type of player that i am like that's satisfying enough for me yeah at the end of a game like that is satisfying for me but i know that i do not play games the way everybody plays games or even the way a lot of people play games so like i don't like it's i i want it to be a game that i know people who like games the way I like games will like it because I'm writing this game because it's something that I like writing. Yeah. But it's more like I don't want it to like I want it to be something that is satisfying for anybody that wants. Well, not not everybody, because obviously it's you can't do that. But people don't not every person likes games, period. <laughs> not every person likes games. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just is it satisfying for a wider type of player? I guess for me is like, yeah. Cause like it would be satisfying for me to be like, Oh, well here's the journal and here's yeah. how it was interpreted. Like, like that's fun for me. Like I would be satisfied with like being like, that's how the game ends. I think honestly <laughs> that, that freaking works, you know, like I, I am someone who tends more towards gamey games. Um, mm-hmm. like I tend to want a game to tell me exactly what to do. Um, <laughs> and then I do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go at the end, yay, I did the thing, and I look at I my points. <laughs> I've won I a game. Been, I mean, there could, like, but now I'm thinking, what keeps popping through my head is the way that scoring works in Starcrossed, which mm, is, like, yeah. one of my favorite games ever, ever, ever. Um, in like, that is a intensely narrative, intensely roleplay-focused game, but there is an element of scoring that determines, like, and it's not even something that is such a huge part of it, um, given the fact that 
if I play a game of Starcross and the points don't add up the way I like, I ignore the points entirely <laughs> and end the game the way I want to end the game because I am God. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so like, it could be like, is there a points system wherein, like you had mentioned, like having a list or something or of like one or two like facts attached to each prompt that you want to convey to like that the chronicler will want to convey to the researcher so is it something like at the end of it all you look at all of the facts that you had wanted to convey and you get a point for each one that you successfully put through and then there's some kind of like if you scored x to x amount of points this is your outcome if you scored this like you know, I kind of really like the idea of the researcher scoring their own research paper with like a confidence level. Like how confident do they feel they interpret? This is your this. dissertation. You now go in to defend your dissertation and the chronicler is the board of people. I almost loaded that. <laughs> the the chronicler being the dissertation, the people responding to the dissertation did not come to mind. But I almost said like, yeah, you're writing your dissertation. You're writing it. Um, like that that end scoring mechanism can be like a really powerful way to end a game that doesn't care that much about mechanics during it. Like yeah. if you think because I definitely don't. Yeah, like care like, about mechanics, and so you you shouldn't waste your time. And like you, the people yeah. that are interested in your game probably also don't care that much about mechanics. I, you know, like yeah, I don't design mechanical games because my brain doesn't do that and there's nothing wrong with that because we need people to be making these games that don't heavily rely on mechanics because those games are freaking fun and they're perfect for people that love that kind of game mm -hmm. um so i think you definitely shouldn't do something that like feels like it's shoehorning it in if you do want to have like an ending moment that gets mechanical like starcrossed like um a single moment by toby abad like mission accomplished um from jeff stormer that like your there's like some generation of something and then you hit the end of the game and you you roll some dice you look at a table for 20 seconds and you're like cool done um like 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 is it just you get your like is like is it just varying levels of notoriety around your research like it could totally work like like the the chronicler gets your papers mm -hmm. and they're given like a brief guideline that's like you know uh, if the paper basically gets it, then you know right. they get like one six-sided dice. Yeah. They get two, yeah, and two, blah, 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 whatever. Is it? Um, I, it's been so long since I played Fiasco, but isn't Fiasco the game where you like you grant people certain kinds of dice that do different things? Do they like add or subtract yes. from the thing? Like I'm, I'm so split between you get white dice and black dice, and you um you want to roll an extreme in that one you don't want them to cancel each other out yeah i'm so split between like the uh, loving the idea of the of the chronicler never seeing what the researcher has written until the end of the game or mm -hmm. like at the at, or like after every game after every play cycle the chronicler like scoring the paper and giving them dice but like the dice Scoring the paper you, is extremely funny. But like because you haven't <laughs> rolled the die, you don't know what the die roll means until the end. And then you have all these dice that you've been given by the chronicler. And then you roll them and then that does something. I don't know. I'm not sure where that yeah, where that goes. Like, 
I'm also in the school of like I I don't think I want the chronicler to see what the researcher yeah. is writing until the end. Yeah. Like from a like from a I just think it's cooler that way standpoint, but also from a like if you're seeing it each time, like it might affect how yeah. like it might affect how you're playing the game, like subconsciously or otherwise. Yeah. Like like trying to min-max a narrative. <laughs> Letter writing game. Yeah. Is there a way? In this letter. I'm gonna. So no you see the research about no they clearly don't the understand start. subtext. <laughs> I know people who use subtext in their cowards. <laughs> is there, is there some way in which the ending is maybe because we've established that the, like the the chronicler is doing a lot of the world building and mm-hmm. the researcher is doing a lot of interpreting, but the researcher is the person in the future who does know how the civilization ended. Could the mm-hmm. end of the game be something to do with? how the city ended where the researcher is doing a ton of world building there based off of like how many points they got or how many dice they were given or something like that. In what way? Yeah. That's that's where I'm. That's where like, if you were going to show the research paper after every stage, they would get a whole bunch of dice and then you would at the end, you would roll the dice Mm -hmm. and then that die roll would help you determine the what the end of the civilization looked like but if we're not doing that i'm not quite sure how yeah, we get like, there is it i like prompts my jam yeah it's all all the games i read are just <laughs> one of the cool things that this game prompts. does do i think <laughs> is it lets you switch very easily so you could play through once with one player playing the chronicler and one player playing the researcher and then in the same mm-hmm. city switch and now they're playing opposite roles Mm. and just continue to develop more facts about and more world building about the thing like i don't know that you'd want to make that part of the game mechanic but is back my i can't get my brain off star cross what's new um (laughs) like because now i'm thinking like oh so if it's something like these points Whatever the points are. Points. It's about the cones. Just, it's about the cones. Well, <laughs> my husband always plays me this clip from home movies. Yes, it's home movies. Okay. Where they're like talking about points and they're trying to like divide equity like in this movie they're making and they're like, yeah, but how many points do I get? Mm. Like it's all about the points. It's all about the points. It's about the points. So at anytime something comes up, he's like, yeah, but how many points do I get? Because it is about the points. Like, uh, But, like, is it, like, there's a point value assigned to whatever. There are points. There are points. The points are going to get them later. But depending on the points, is it something as simple as, like, if you have, if you've nailed all of it, if you've gotten all of your possible points, like, this is how the civilization is remembered. Like, like mm-hmm. civilization is remembered and there are museums and there's all this stuff and you get a job with tenure and all this stuff. But then it's like, oh, if you have like if you get like a median amount of points. You got you got your job, like, you, you got a professorship. Be like, be like, yeah, this is kind of how it is. Yeah. Like, there's there's one myth that's really known around the world from the civilization. Uh but everyone else forgotten. I hate how compelling the researcher presenting their thesis and the chronicler grading them is. I hate how compelling that, that version of I the game is. I love that so much. It's like the idea of doing this thing where you've had like this back and forth, like 
letter writing thing with so little interaction with each other. And then you're like staring down like the barrel of their eyes. And they're like, (laughs) tell me how we handle education. And you have to like explain back to the person. Like, like explain to me what happened the day at the church. That's so good. That's really good. (laughs) And there is kind of like a, like a, there is kind of a weird if the if the the chronicler is going through and grading the research paper, then like there's two ways that happens. Like they're going through the well, the things that the researcher has assumed b- about the missing pieces of information and saying because because the chronicler is the person who was in the past, so they can say no, that's wrong. Your research was bad, or they can say actually that's better than the thing that I wrote. <laughs> My journal was wrong. This research proved something. Like, but all doing it from the point of view of the the professors, to, like right. hearing the thesis. It, well, it, it could be something. It's like, oh, this part is wrong. Be like, oh, well, so and so was at the site too, and yeah, like, their findings correlate more. It lets you kind of yeah. reconcile between the two players the world building story. You know what's also? It could be like, how did you arrive at this? You know what's also really cool about having it set up that way that it's like done at the end. It's fully optional. I was just thinking, I'm like, it could just be, so, it could be like, take your points and go, game's over. Or not even take D- your points. It no could points. be like, you're out of prompts, yeah, game's yeah, over, exchange your papers, read them. Or it could be like, now, if you want to go into dissertation. a lightning round and defend your dissertation to somebody who wrote all of the stuff. And, and I'm going to be real, I would defend my series. dissertation every time. <laughs> I oh, would demand. It's bringing, oh, it's bringing me back to like, in college when I wrote my dissertation, my like thesis, my final thesis and my professor had written like four of the source books for my mm. thesis. Ooh. And literally like while I was writing, it would like return and be like, that's not what I meant here. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what you wrote. Yes. <laughs> it's like, Ooh, yeah. what if this game were a series of like 14 optional mini games? <laughs> <laughs> But it was about pirates and yeah. sailors and merfolk on an island. <laughs> like, have we totally abandoned the idea that the chronicler and the researcher could be in love, though? <laughs> because I mean, it is a game written by me. Yeah. So well, romance is always an option. So, so what happens is the researcher has to present their thesis paper to their advisor, and the advisor grades is their the paper, reincar- and then at the, the end turns to the camera and winks. <laughs> in the... Roll credits. Yeah. They kiss roll credits. <laughs> but like but I think I think I think you nailed this. Yeah. Because like like now you've got the version of the game that I think doesn't need an end game. I think it I think it doesn't. I think that is a solid strong game. Like hearing just the pitch that you came in that you were saying initially that did not have any gamey elements. That just has like the gamey element is like circling things on the map. That's the gamiest thing mm-hmm. going on. Um, that that is compelling and re- that sounds really friggin' fun. Yeah, I would play that. Um, and I think that 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 on its own, perfect. You're good. And then, uh, if you want to make it gamier, being able to say like, and here's your little coda to it. <laughs> if you want, hey. Defend your dissertation yeah. if you want. I mean, this is this is, this is we're gonna call it the Brandon Leon Cambetta lightning round. Yeah, 
It's it's a game and it's sequel. If I if I were the chronicler, I would be roasting the bird. I'd be like, <laughs> we're gonna get into some details. <laughs> yeah, like the whole thing has been done just via letter, and then all of a sudden it's like send a zoom meeting. <laughs> knock, like, knock knock knock. Yeah, I, it's, it's send a zoom meeting. Oh, Thirty that's, minutes. That is good. That adds like a cool multimedia element to it. <laughs> Where the whole game has taken a course over the over the has taken place slowly in writing over the course of a month, and then the end game happens rapid fire over a Zoom call. <laughs> you 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 sent your last your last letter, and you're like, oh, "What a satisfying Google thing that is!" Appoint- and then you got a Google calendar, calendar appointment. appointment. The the chronicler shows up. They're like in like a power suit. <laughs> like, how would you tell me about your findings? Yeah, exactly. God. Uh, only only nerds would be like what if we could simulate the stress of writing a phd <laughs> dissertation well what if we could do this fun world building game and then just double down <laughs> on it by then making it work and then prove it <laughs> oh you had fun making a nice world prove it <laughs> prove how much you enjoyed it oh yeah you're the you get the dissertation calls they schedule for your office hours and then you roast them on it yeah i'm gonna make a i'm gonna make a twitch channel that's just gonna be me (laughs) listening to people tell me about their world and then i will critique them Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that was the final step it's a what if it's a what (laughs) this is a bad idea what if it's a uh what if it's like um i love bad ideas like like you have to play the game like so you have to play the game with someone who previously played as the chronicler, previously played as the researcher. Like you can't play as the chronicler until you've played as the researcher and is gotten like your a PhD. Club? Okay, Gary is this like Gygax. the island that nobody so, so knows like, where it is unless you've already been there. So like you have to start with like you, Megan, can be the first chronicler, and then you have to play with like ten people to get other researchers out there, and then only once you've you've played the game with someone who it, who has already gotten their PhD in this game. Go forth and make chroniclers I, of yeah. men. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, just say, uh, from a make financial more. standpoint, uh, that will not sell a whole lot of games. All right, fair. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> Unless you... But how, wait, but wait, how many... James, how many times would you buy this game? <laughs> Depends well, if you play with them or not. At least twice. Once to play as the chronicler and once to play as the researcher. Well, and also oh it depends God. on how many times I'm playing. Because I have, te- I've now started <laughs> buying my friends' games once every time I play them. So, I have a problem, but it's not a problem. It's a solution <laughs> to giving my friends money <laughs> for their cool games. So, um, so we, we have achieved nothing today. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say because we have been recording disagree. for a little over an hour, so it's probably time to. <laughs> to wrap up, <laughs> to wrap um, have have we been helpful? Has this been useful in any way? Yes. Oh, because honestly, my question was: Is this a game enough? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah! I think the answer was a yeah. Game enough. <laughs> yeah. I think that is part of the 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 good thing about it is like whatever you you could or were going to do with it, like what you've got now is enough. Game yeah, totally. Least. And that's always the amount of messages I send to one of my friends. That is just word salad, and then is this a game at the end of it? Yeah. And bless his heart, he's always like, probably. But like, I and I, and I do I, kind of love the idea of like 
core, very simple world building thing with a series of like optional, <laughs> terrifying dissertation mini games that <laughs> like, you can choose to play core, or not. Yeah. Because the core of the game, when I tweeted, it was like, I have this idea for a mechanic yeah. and I don't know what it yeah. is. It was it was the redacting of the letters. Yeah. It was originally uh, going to yeah. be a game in space with people mm-hmm. writing letters. And then I talked to my best friend who's obsessed with Uncharted. And I was like, but what if it's like like an archaeologist and her eyes grew like four sizes? And I'm like, that's what it is. <laughs> this is what it is instead. That is a, that is it's such a solid pitch. It's such a yeah. solid pitch for a game. I'm I'm super I'm super enthusiastic about this. I want to play this game. Yeah. Well, I do, too. With or without you a scoring will. mechanism at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Optional endings. Yeah. It's, it's hard yeah, mode. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Leg- legendary mode is it'd be like this is a souls like uh, TTRPG, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. the last stage of it is to a dissertation defense. It, and <laughs> and if you screw up, someone hits you with a giant axe. Part, part, yeah. part of the game is part of the game is like you need to add a minesweeper element to this to make for hard mode. Where if the researcher selects a part of the city that has a mine in it, they blow up, and that's the end of the game. And and the whether if there's flags the wrong there thing, or not, the ground collapses. Yeah, there's the another. Whole yeah, the city just gets the city gets relost. I, I think yep. it says that there's. I think it says that there's three mines around this space. But I got to be honest, there's a lot of words <laughs> missing. Yeah. Uh, what a wild! We like idea. to save our worst ideas for the last minute. So, and a half. Yeah, so stay tuned for this game, and then the several shit post spinoffs <laughs> yeah. of this game. <laughs> We'll take the name of the game and we'll just put we'll just put sweeper after it. <laughs> lore sweeper. Lore sweeper. <laughs> and lore sweeper too. Yeah. To defend your oh, your your mind <laughs> dissertation. Yeah, exactly. It's like a tower defense game. Oh my god. But you're defending your ideas. More more tabletop role playing games need to be defense uh, uh tower defenses. I I I'm going to be fully honest. Is there I a wanted red to crawl, write I wanted to write a tower, tower defense game so badly. I want to write one so badly. And your tower is just the your your talking points of your dissertation and if they enough of them get knocked down you just fail. It's a you're metaphor. The tower defense is a metaphor. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Everything is a metaphor. Oh, uh, well. Everything's a game, nothing matters. Yeah, exactly. Everything's a game, nothing matters. <laughs> so, where, uh, so I told people at the beginning of this podcast in that extremely draining introduction I did <laughs> um, about all the great things that you've done, Megan. Where can people find you? Where can they find those games? Uh, how can they buy things from you and, well, and talk to you? Yeah, so you can find me. Um, generally ship posting on twitter at megan lynn ftw um you can find my um poorly um managed mostly ignored game design twitter uh, account at siren song games um i try to post there and then forget i have one of those too it's fun <laughs> to have one tough just, to keep up with there. one i'm just like like i'll tweet something about games from my main twitter and then i'm like my game design Twitter's over in the corner, like, may I have a tweet? <laughs> like retweet. Yes. <laughs> like, quote retweet if I'm feeling generous. Ooh. <laughs> um, you can find my games um at MeganLynnFTW.itch.io. Uh yeah. I'm not 
doing too much right now. You can hear me sometimes on this really cool masks podcast called Protean City Comics. <laughs> remember yeah. that? Remember yes. that? Yes. <laughs> which, which we're working on. There's I've even got some, ideas. There's I've even got some thoughts. recorded unreleased episodes <laughs> that someone huh. should edit at some point. I hope it's. I've not heard they're pretty good. I hope I'm not supposed to be editing it. No, because I've never edited edited anything in my life. That's not true. <laughs> but thank, thank you very much for having me. Oh my gosh, this was yeah, this was fun. A delight. No, thank you so much for coming on. It's it was so delightful just hanging out with you because like fundamentally a big part of doing podcasts is just being able to see a friend, and it's so nice to see you and so nice to chat with you and. Now I've got another game that I'm excited about. It yeah. sounds like it's going to be so freaking cool. I'm really excited. Here's hoping. I think so, too. I think this is like. It's. It's been a while since I've written my since I've written a new game and I'm. Like my brain is spinning on this one more than it's spun on any of my like dozen works in progress that are sitting gathering dust in my Google Docs. Um, so I'm very excited to it's a familiar to to get problem. this one out into the world. Okay, stop back and roll. When was okay? What is was one particular harbor put out? Uh, when was it put out? Just just August. August. That isn't that long ago. Well, that was a re. I I had already written it. That came out last year. The okay. crowdfunding. I, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I think that you've done it recently. Uh, my last like new game that I wrote was Weeds in the Waste, which was my um, about gardening in the apocalypse, which is basically like playing tic-tac-toe with two D6s. Was like my newest like new new game. But yeah, like OPH, the crowdfunding campaign for OPH was definitely like my most recent game work. Yeah, that was like four that months ago. February. February. Fe- yeah, February, March. <laughs> Do you know how long it's been taking me to write <laughs> my <laughs> space between? Since we started this podcast five years ago, I've been writing this game. Pasión de Pasión has started episode three. <laughs> you yeah. know where to find me. If it's, uh, you can hit me up for. I will talk space. I will I'm talk so close. Sp- romance so close in space. Yeah. <laughs> one, one of these days, I will. One of these days, Brandon will release me from this this prison I'm in, and he will let me drink water. And I will release Brandon from the prison he's in, and let him play a space between. Yes, I don't remember Sweet. why I why I say that you're not allowed to drink water. There was a thing I don't remember. I, I found a whole bunch of tweets about it where you were like, "Not allowed to drink water, James." Until I forget what happened. I probably deleted those tweets. I actually think it was me. I think it was uh people needed to listen to Brandon City, but that's a different podcast and a different time. If you would like to reach out to us to find out about how, so so Megan told you where you can find her games, but if you would like to know from us personally about how you can buy them more than once, you can reach out to us together on Twitter at Stop Back and Roll or individually. I am at End the Meltdowns. And I'm at B. Leon Gambetta. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Spotify, or at www.stopbackandroll.com. We make this podcast with the support of our Patreon backers, people like Magpie Mirror Test, Jack Blair, Spellbound Mage. Greg Walters, Tavern Tales, Jeff Stormer, Refined Ursine, Jason Detman, Adam, Cl- I'm going to guess, Clager, and Devin White. If you'd like to help support the show uh, and some of our future shows, you can check us out at patreon.com slash stop, hack, and roll. 
If you can't support us financially, you can support our community by becoming a part of it. Come tell us about the games you're working on, or uh, maybe maybe find a chance to play Lore Sweeper uh, at our <laughs> Discord at tinyurl.com slash shrdiscord or discord.stopfeckandroll.com. Yeah, or if you want to play The Family Order, I have bought it four times, but I have not played it yet. <laughs> Somebody play this game Encanto. with me. I basically predicted Encanto is yeah. what I did. It's I incredible. That. I need to Brandon, play that. Brandon, let's do it. So when you are digging up the past, looking through the ruins of an old civilization, don't forget to stop, hack, and roll. All right, we got dice it. sound effect. Yeah, I add that in later. We don't do that live every time. That would be phenomenally funny if we did. One hundred and thirty <laughs> episodes like, later, like, all right, here come, here come the dice. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it's such a terrifying little voice that comes in. Yeah, it's mine. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard my voice for years. It yeah, shouldn't be terrifying. Every anymore. time it freaks me I out. I was just about to say, I'm like, it's just because you're thrown off because I'm. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's James. It's every single time. <laughs> terrifying voice. I just keep hearing. I'll have you know I was invited here. Yeah. <laughs>